Uh, how have you been today, Holden, before you watched your episodes? Well, Lexi, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I was um, doing fine, you know? I was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, work's work, but you go in, you do your work, you cross stuff off your list, you're productive, and then you you get home, you're mm-hmm. like, damn, I'm going to eat myself a snack, I'm going to walk the dog. Uh, oh, I'm... I was on such a groove. I was I was in my zone. I called my fiance, had a nice chat mm-hmm. with her. Um, felt so productive. Sat down with time to like time to burn to watch this watch these episodes um, that we had planned this week. And yeah, and then okay. So here's here's <laughs> a, the way that I would describe it, Lexi. Is you know like those old cheap electronic toys that you'd get at like Burger King, right? Yeah. Like some uh, Tiger Electronics yeah, type stuff. Ex- exactly. So you know how in order to reset those games, you had to take a paper clip and find the tiny hole on the back and press it in there and it would reset. Mm-hmm. That's what this show did to my brain. <laughs> it's just, I was so as- astonished is maybe too strong of a word. I was so taken aback, uh, flabbergasted <laughs> is perhaps the term I'm looking for. Uh, that as I watched this show, um, that it just completely blue screened my brain. It reset it. And I, this sounds like I'm exaggerating. I just honestly did not know what to think as, as I went through this episode, I was tepidly waiting in the shallow end of this anime pool with my hair academia. And then what you did was thought it would be funny if you dunked me, uh, like a bully at a pool. And just push my head underwater in the deep end of um, this anime pool. And and um I I I somewhat knew that this might be a reaction you had to this show. I thought I thought maybe that it would just be fine. That you know, Hold Holden's a strong boy. He's he's got a, a strong constitution. Uh, hey, a a fortified I, will. There was a point. And this is not a joke. This is a real fact that I'm telling you, my co-host Lexi, that I was, and I finished the first episode, and I thought to myself, "Do I have it in me to watch the second one?" And I did. I watched the second one. I did do that. Um, I didn't let you or our audience down. And it's, I should be clear. I don't. It's not because I like viscerally hated the show. It just baffles me. It it baffles me in a way that it's hard for me to articulate. I think I have reasons. Um, but uh, I would say that this uh, is going to be an interesting episode as I try to articulate exactly what um, restarted my thoughts in just rattling around in my head as I watch this. Um, yeah. Um, audience, welcome to a study in Sakuga. I am the anime Sherlock, uh, Lexi. And I am your thoroughly confused co-host, Holden King. I'm this, I'm this, this podcast, Watson. Um, Um, if you don't already know what we do, uh, right now we're in a tournament arc where I'm just, uh, we're sampling some anime to watch a full season of, and, uh, I have served... Holding up uh, with a comedy that I rather like called Nishijo. Perhaps you're familiar, audience. 
Um, this we we just finished. If you are hopping on now, it's a good point to jump on. We just finished our season long uh, watch recap of uh, My Hero Academia, uh, and that I had good thoughts. My brain was intact. Um, all the puzzle pieces meshed together for me to be a competent uh, co-host. Uh, and then Lexi did this to me. Yes. Um. I feel like I feel like Watson when he's just you know when in Sherlock stories where Watson's just chilling at home like eating yeah. tea, hanging out with Mrs. Hudson and yeah. then Sherlock comes in without announcing anything uh, in like and- a false nose and is dressed like an old woman <laughs> and then like throws off his costume, takes out a pistol and says, come Watson, there's a mystery afoot. And then Watson just has to go like, oh, fuck, okay, I guess we're doing this now. And then they leave. <laughs> that's a, that's this one. That's, that's what you've done to That's what you've done to me here. Uh, it, it's this, these first two episodes are you sitting in the, the parlor of our podcast, uh, shooting your initials into the wall. And then I have to come upstairs and say, why are you doing this? And you're like, ah, I'm so bored. I'm so bored, Watson. <laughs> why doesn't anything happen here? Gosh. Um, we are watching Nishi Joe, uh, which was a written, originally written by Keichi Arawi. And uh, this season was directed by Tatsuya Ishihara. Uh, and we are watching episode one. Um, so I think like it has a pretty normal start to it. Yeah, I, yeah. So I, I came in. I I know you had sort of given me the rundown mm-hmm. on what this was going to be—a slice of life comedy, sort of sitcommy, yeah, thing, right? So I expected there to be a plot to this episode. Um, and so I started taking notes as though there was going to be a plot, uh, and, uh, and then the rug was sort of pulled out from under me. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it starts off pretty normal, cause, uh, uh, there's just, like, uh, the Mio and Yuko are talking about, uh, having motivation to, to start a new school year. Uh, you know, you, you come back to school and you're, you're like, uh, I wish it, I wish I was still on vacation, uh. And Yuko's just not feeling going uh, going to school right now. And Mio says, you just have to force yourself to have motivation. So they just kind of, like, glare at each other. And then outside, the uh, the cherry blossoms, which were still bloods, suddenly burst open. <laughs> this is... I... I've... Okay, so let me, let me just... I'm just... Stream of consciousness, okay? Mm-hmm. This is just okay. me getting into it. Much like this show, I'm just gonna just gonna say what comes to mind. Um, okay, I've seen these little girls before. Yeah, you've you've seen Neo and Yuko Nishijo before. I I have seen them in a way that I don't fully understand. I like I couldn't I couldn't place where I've seen them before, but I, I know them, which must mean this show is fairly popular. Yeah, this is a fairly popular comedy. It is really well regarded it, people really like it uh it's all on the internet a lot people pass around clips of nishi joe quite a bit uh, okay so level with me this is sort of part part way through my notes i i realized this 
this show is, and I I am hoping that I'm not rude to you who likes this show when I say this, Lexi. I'm not trying to be. But is it supposed to be funny? Yes. Okay. Okay, I, I honestly wasn't sure. And I'm not trying to be mean <laughs> about it, but it... Um, it was just more odd to me than it was funny. And I am kind of wondering, and again, tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but it seems to me as though people watch this show because these little girls are cute. Um, that's part of the appeal. But also, you know, there's there's funny bits. It, this, um, fun, this, this show's well, funny to me. Well, well, Lexi, I will need you to point them out very carefully <laughs> when we get to those funny bits as they come along. I just need you to sort of stop... Uh, as though we are investigating a crime scene and say, no, 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 Watson, right here. Can you not see the footprints? Here they are. Uh-huh. Um. Uh, but the, the scene after this opening scene is, I thought was, that was the name of the episode, was My Ordinary Life 1. No, they named no. their skits this. Uh, so, uh, My Ordinary Life, that's just Nishijo. Yes. Yeah. Um, I got that much, um, but I didn't realize that there were skit names. I thought yeah. that was just like the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this it's kind of difficult to talk about because it's just a bunch of non sequitur events, right? Like this next scene is some sort I of believe... robot woman grilling a fish for breakfast. I believe all of the events that are shown take place on the same day. That, that makes sense. That There's like a framing element of a shot of the city as it progresses throughout the day, right? It mm-hmm. gets later and later. Yes. Um, that is good. That is the, I, need, I needed that grounding element. In the, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the anime pool, Lexi, that was my life raft that I clung to was, okay, this is where we are in the day. <laughs> um, so we are introduced to uh, Nano, who is the robot lady... And Hakase, who is the uh, the the elementary school aged girl uh, who is a professor, she is who wearing has built a tie, her. wearing a tie, a tie um, and a lab coat. Yeah, and Nano uh, has a large wind up gear in her back, like a like a tin toy, mm-hmm. like, a t- like a soldier. Yes. Uh, and Nano is uh, uh, grilling some some fish for their breakfast, uh, and they are chatting about bra- uh, breakfast. And then a cat comes up and steals the fish. Yes, the cat takes the fish, um, and so of course this was their breakfast. Even though the tiny professor girl does not want it, um, mm-hmm. Nano chases this cat uh, before I guess deciding that maybe the cat needs it more. Yeah, uh, Nano is chasing the cat, and then the, she muses, "Perhaps this cat is uh, is astray and is impoverished and is taking, uh, taking the fish home to her litter to to eat." And she muses on this uh, this very cute thought uh, until she notices that she is coming up to a junction in the road and is about to run into someone. Um, there is like a spirit bomb level ass explosion. Yeah, there is, and then there is a man. huge explosion upon the impact of this collision between two people. This I... is uh, what I will say, uh, like one of the cornerstones of Nishijo's comedy, 
is an over exaggeration of like fairly a fairly common like thing that happens. I think I picked picked up on this. I don't hate that. That's that and it's to me is fairly Looney Tunes, right? Yeah. Um I think Okay, so bear with me. I'm again, I we, we said I was doing stream of consciousness. I think part of the reason that this show feels weird to my brain is that it's it's almost too cute. Do you know what I mean by that? <laughs> it's too cute. It's like it's like sac- saccharin almost. It's like so sweet that it hurts mm-hmm. my teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I think it helps when they like do a bit where they like pull out a big gun or something. <laughs> um, the juxtaposition is funny there to me. But like ninety percent of the episode is like cute girls doing cute girl things, mm-hmm. and my my brain is like, this is all sugar. This you got to <laughs> eat a vegetable somewhere. Where's the vegetables? <laughs> Well, I have I have some bad news for you about the rest of this tournament unfolding. Listen, hey, listen. Okay, but okay. Now, hang on. I'm not saying that it has to be boring. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'm not saying it has to be has to be unfun. I don't need a serious a serious show necessarily. I I can have fun in this space. Uh, but I I do need an element of it's like okay this is this is the meat and potatoes of this episode this is you know here's here's our framing element um, and it's this thing well for uh, at least for the rest of these shows it is mostly cute girls learning subject which that should be at least a bit more framing for you that's fine I I don't. I don't need to have it be like a like a like a you know a season long exploration of a thing like My Hero Academia was. I'm I'm happy to do a a smaller scale thing. I just <laughs> Lexi, I need that framing element. I need it. <laughs> I need it to to sculpt sculpt my thought process. I'm like a. It's like you've dumped the oil that is my brain into this pool. <laughs> All right. So, um after this huge explosion, the the theme song drops. Yes. All right, this was catchy, I will admit. Yeah, this is uh Hya Hyaden no Kakata Kata Katamoi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. This is uh a very hard uh song to pronounce uh it is performed by uh mayamada uh in a quotes hyadane kenichi okay it is very catchy i get why you warned me about this yeah it's Um, it's pretty dang catchy yeah i i don't hate it this was if i'm being honest you probably my the my favorite part of what we just watched (laughs) was this op um, unfortunately, the, the OP ends. It does end, and then we're thrown right back into the mire. Uh, okay. The, these two little girls, mm-hmm. the blue-haired girl and the brown-haired girl, what are their names, please? Uh, the blue-haired girl is Mio, and Mio. the, uh, brown-haired girl is Yuko. Okay. At least they have short names for me to remember. I remember Mai's name. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my also might be your favorite. Might be my favorite if I had to pick. <laughs> if you put a put one of these cute girl, uh, cute anime girl guns to my head and ask me to pick, it might be my. It's okay. My is my favorite too. <laughs> well, there you go. See, we're in agreement. This is our mind melt. You've shown me the clues, and I've successfully solved your riddle, Lexi. Yeah. Um, but they are both walking to school after this large explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just walking to school, and then they're like, oh, that was just a weird gust of wind. Uh, oh, uh, Yuko greets uh, Mio in melee and, uh, uh, Indonesian Salamat Pagi, uh, which means good morning. Okay, that see Mio, this one over my head. Mio just it totally stonewalls her and does not respond. It's like a running theme over this episode where people are do what they think is a cool hello, a cool greeting, and then everybody just ignores them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Seems like this a thing that happens like you do like a cool greeting that you're trying out for the first time and all of your friends are like yeah whatever this is this is just goofy high school high schooler shit these are like freshmen <laughs> they're my God. they are they're under they keep talking about cute upperclassmen that they they know so mm-hmm. um, um but as they're as they're walking they the debris from the explosion that we just watched are sort of hitting them in the head uh, they seem yeah. to be tempting fate quite a bit. Um, so, in the first explosion, we saw three objects. A wooden figure, a red pig, a red cow, and some salmon. And The this... salmon, presumably, that she was cooking. Yeah. Uh, they are doing a very good, uh, uh, set-up punchline here, because they show you these three objects, and then they go and... Uh, beam them right onto Yuko, each time Yuko being like, okay, that was weird, uh, but maybe, maybe it's okay, this, uh, the, maybe getting hit by a wooden figure is lucky, actually. Uh, and he was like, that doesn't seem quite correct. I bet that will not happen twice in a row, she said, tempting fate. (laughs) And then the red cow hits her, and she's like, okay, okay, obviously, I am... This is a bit of bad luck for me, but at least I don't have any raw meat in my hair. And she <laughs> looks up to the heavens, asking God to punish her. Uh, <laughs> and he answers, yes, the raw salmon also comes down. Uh, Which, I guess squicks her out. I Here's the thing, if I was just walking and there was like raw hamburger meat that just like sort of fell on my head, I'd be freaked out. Um, I don't know if I would treat it as though it were a spider. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a good, uh, (laughs) that's a good punchline there, I think. Do you think so? Yeah. Okay. That's a good punchline to me. Uh, Okay, Delexi, that's it. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, If you, if you say so. Uh, um, we're okay, we go we're back at the school. There's a transition shot. We're back yeah, at the school. We're back at the school. Not uh, all of that stuff presumably was this day. Yeah. Um, but doesn't matter anymore. It's gone. It's in the past. 
It's in the past. That that stuff happened, but now we're at school and everything's normal. Yes, everything's back to normal. There's no meat anywhere. Um, um, their third friend, Mai, is here. Yes. Uh, who is looking to maybe buy a house. Yeah, she's she's reading a real estate magazine. I mean, good for her. <laughs> Invest young, I guess. Um, the, they are sort of just sort of kicking around before class starts. Mm-hmm. And it seems my recognized and repeated her her fun greeting. Yeah, that really uh, tickled tickled her. My uh, my returns. Uh, Yuko's Salamat Pagi with Salamat Malam, which is, uh, good night. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so here's... it is, so here's what's happened. Uh, uh, let's just say you're, you're, you're in school and, uh, uh, I come into the classroom and I say, uh, uh, Buenos dias, uh, Holden. And uh, the conversation continues, and a little bit later, you you turn to me with a stone face and say, Buenos noche. Okay. Here's <gasps> here's where I think I went wrong, Lexi. Yeah. And it's that I don't... I did not care to look up what that meant, and I did not look at it uh, with the, the captions on. So this joke went over my head in a way, and I think... I think that is a bit what this show is doing, is that this show was built for different sensibilities than what I am accustomed to, uh, humor-wise. Yeah. Um, uh, much much like the setup for sort of, I guess, the next couple of scenes, their mousy teacher comes in, or I guess the guidance counselor? Uh, I think it's their homeroom teacher and guidance counselor. Um, um, who, But she comes in and is sort of upset that she found a wooden Buddha statue in her shoe cubby. Yes, uh, someone has put a uh, uh, a Buddha, uh, a uh, I I forget how to uh, pronounce this. Um, it's a it's a Maitreya Buddha, I believe. Okay. And in in the dub that I watched, she just called it a Buddha. Yeah, it's it's the thin Buddha. The thin oh yeah, before he got before he got comfy. Mm-hmm. Um and she wants to know if anyone uh put it in her locker. She thinks some of one of, one of the students did it. Uh, she th- she specifically calls it a prank. Yeah. Uh, which I don't think makes sense. Is this a prank? Um you were gifted a statue of Buddha. Presumably that you like. You haven't thrown it away yet. Uh, um, I think uh, I think this uh, might be a bit of a cultural thing. Uh, it. I mean, if it w- it would be a bit weird if the teacher came to school and uh, someone just put, you know, a crucifix in their uh that's now that's a good point if you came to school and were like ah well i'm ready for a full day of teaching students molding young minds and you go to put your shoes up and somebody has hung a crucifix uh with jesus you know hanging off of it in your locker you Mm -hmm. might be understandably a tad freaked out um 
I'm not sure this is a one-to-one transfer here, but I think I see your point. Yeah. Um, uh, Yuko asks Mio uh, if uh, maybe it was someone with a crush on uh, uh, on the teacher. And uh, Mio says that uh, she knows how it feels to have a one-sided crush on thing. And Yuko is very blunt, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's it's that dude you like. It's that, that hot dude, that upperclassman you're so in love with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there's another another brief transition. Uh, uh, and we are on the roof of Nano's house, where she has been blasted. Yeah, we're on the roof of the house, and Nano's up there, and uh, she she's wondering where she is. Um... And then, uh, and then she realizes that she doesn't have a, that she can't get down. She wanders around, <laughs> around the roof like a, like an NPC that is out of their zone. I was going to say like a Roomba trying to figure out, like it's stuck on a ledge. <laughs> yeah. Um, which may be more fitting since she's a robot. Yeah. Uh, and she, she finds that she can't get down and then she notices that she doesn't have an arm. <laughs> I saw that she had lost her hand. I will be honest with you. I thought it was just in the sleeve. I thought she was... Okay. But I guess later on it does sort of show that parts of her body can just fall off if necessary. Yep. Um, so there's... Okay, so there's another transition. They have, like, mini scenes in between the larger scenes. Yeah. Just, Um, Just real... Just real uh, brief gags, you know. Yeah, this this is the one that really got me, Lexi. This is the one that sort (laughs) of was the was the push downhill for me. Is that uh, I believe it's Mai, right? Yeah, Mai. She is playing fetch with her dog. She has a frisbee. Yeah, uh, and she throws it. uh, Just cute, playing with her dog. Um, (laughs) Right before the dog can grab it. the frisbee explodes because it was not a frisbee, but in fact it was a clay pigeon and she is shooting skeet. <laughs> yeah. She pulls out a, a real big gun and she has shot the, uh, the clay pigeon, which makes it seem like you don't need your dog for this task. But, uh, that was deeply <laughs> jarring to me. This was no guns had been, shown to me previously so it uh threw me for a bit of a loop you know this is this is the basics of comedy holden uh you know it's it's a subversion of expectations you think i mean you think the dog's gonna catch the frisbee but no (laughs) a girl has just shot the frisbee you're right this is the funniest part of the episode i think um but boy did I not see this coming in this show that up until this point had featured uh, gentle gags uh, with cute girls in them? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> there is another transition. This is the we're back. We're back to the main group off of this short transition here. Mm-hmm. And we are in school. We're back in school, and Yuko, Mai, and Mio are all eating lunch. Um. My she uh my is done, Mio is done, Yuko uh 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 
Mio tells Yuko that if she doesn't uh, finish up uh, soon, they're going to be late to fifth period. Yuko says she's been saving her favorite part for last, so it's... she can wrap up her lunch by saying, delicious. It is a, a hot dog. <laughs> it is a, a little a little wiener cut into the shape of a squid. This is a favorite thing for, uh, for a lunch uh, to have. Just a squid octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but she drops it instantly, right? Mm-hmm. And this, it's sort of a... There are moments in these two episodes where they are... Just incredibly cranky. well animated. Yeah, there. It's. I will admit that this is extremely well animated here. I think there's some fun shots... Uh, mm. I, I think that they follow this like hot dog piece pretty well. Yeah. Um, and they're they're you know they're biting Dragon Ball Z's bit here. She like focuses her energy and gets like big hair as she tries to focus and grab the sausage out of midair. Uh, the black background here. She's sort of framed against a black background for like really intense slow motion scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's that's a fun framing device. But this, okay, so this piece of hot dog gets knocked sideways through some dude's mohawk. Yeah, it 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 has quite a trip. Uh, through a dude's mohawk, Mai has pulled out a catcher's mitt to try to catch the, the wiener. Uh, but, but that slippery devil pops right out, <laughs> bounces off the locker, and hits the floor. Uh... uh. But Yuko, Yuko is able to save it with the the three second rule. He, the five she does count to five, write it, but she picks it up right before it's too late. Uh, I I begged her not to eat that, Lexi. <laughs> I begged her. I was on my knees asking her, like her friends who care about her, not to eat that horrible hot dog that touched another man's hair. Uh, but she does. She eats it. She pops it right in her mouth. And she, she, and she, she feels like feeling victorious. Declares it is in fact delicious. Mio, I think, understandably, calls her friend a moron. <laughs> There's a rock paper scissor transition scene. Mm-hmm. This show seems created. When was this show made? This show was made in 2011. Okay. This show seems as though they are making it, knowing that people are going to make gifts out of it. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't you always might think be right. that. I don't always think that's a positive thing if you're trying to specifically gif your your show. But I guess this is so. It's so piecemeal. It's skit based. I guess that mm-hmm. makes sense if you're having you, this transition. You need. You need something to. For the breaks between the next, you know, sketch, essentially. Yeah. But this this rock, paper, scissors scene with mm-hmm. um, Nano and her creator are... It, it's, like, perfectly bite-sized. It's, like, five seconds long animation, which is well animated, I will admit. Uh, it's just, like, perfect GIF length. I, I just feel that in my yeah. bones. Uh, they, they play rock, paper, scissors, and Nano discovers that her hand is missing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bouquet of flowers. Yep. And then there's egg. There's these two egg men <laughs> skipping <laughs> rope. This is... 
struggling to breathe in this pool in the waters of anime right now, Lexi. I need you to tell me why. I just just any sort of explanation will do. It doesn't even have to be true or right. I just need you to tell is this just a fun thing? Why are they eggs? Um I would say that part of the uh the flavor of uh, some of the Japanese sense of humor is uh, a bit of surrealism. Well, uh, here's here's my follow-up thing. I googled this show in order mm-hmm. to pull it up so I could watch the episode, and it gave me a sort of episode breakdown off to the side, and it said it was uh, the type of show it was was a comedy and surrealist horror show. And I don't surrealist know if horror, horror. They that they said surrealist horror right next to the word comedy. Um, and I don't know if horror is the word I would use, but this is truly avant-garde. Uh, 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 I am looking at the same thing you were looking at right now. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, genres slice of life and surreal humor. Mm, I d- that is not what happened. <laughs> I read the word horror. <laughs> And I think that these Eggmen support me. I don't think they're living a good existence. <laughs> I, I was wondering if this was like a child's skipping rope, like rhyme that you would say as you skipped rope, if there was something about eggs here. No. No. Okay. I really, I really wanted you to say yes to that, Lexi. I was so hoping that you would, and you let me down. Um... Anyway, uh, Mio does a bad job. She gets hit in the face. <laughs> she gets hit in the face with the jump rope. Uh, and then we're back at the school. There's some sort of announcement going on. The, the, the vice principal is out and he's telling bad jokes. Yep. The principal's telling bad jokes. Um, Yuko wants to know if maybe the principal knows his jokes are bad. She specifically says that he's telling jokes and he, that he alone seems to find funny. Which I think is a very meta joke that this show is making because they are making jokes that I wonder if just the show finds funny. <laughs> but I know that's not true because you you think the show is good and funny. But yes. <laughs> perhaps you are the Mai of this scene who are laughing at something the show did not intend. Uh, Yuko has <laughs> discovered that Mai, who is behind her, is giggling and she is shocked that anyone would find their vice principal funny. He's making very bad jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is revealed that Mai is not actually laughing at the vice principal, but there is a piece of squid in Yuko's hair. And that is very funny to Mai. Yeah, that's that's the actual thing that Mai is laughing at, and that is funny. That is not funny. Let's see... <laughs> If I if I was standing next to you and I looked over and you had a piece of squid tentacle in your hair, I would say, oh, gross. Why do you have squid tentacle in your hair? Please take that out. Throw that in the garbage. And then I would hope you would have a good reason why that was there. I don't know if I would laugh at you and then refuse to tell you. Listen, me, my planning on telling Yuko or perhaps just like, Picking it off without Yuko knowing and letting her she, go about her day. Un, that is untrue. There is specifically a moment where she turns around and says, what are you laughing at? She says nothing and then says, I should, I think I'm just going to leave it there. 
I won't say anything. She says both of those things, which means she is specifically leaving it there to so that she can laugh at her friends some more for not knowing. Are you are you watching the dub or the sub? I let me just say this right now, Lexi, unless I'm specifically ordered to, I will never watch the sub. Okay. Uh in the sub, uh what she says to herself is I'll leave it for a bit. Oh, that is the opposite of what she says in the dub. She makes it out and says, no, I will not tell her. Yeah, she's, she's, she, she'll, she, she is just like, maybe she'll notice. Um, and if she, and if she does, keeps not noticing, then I'll take it out. That's, that's essentially what she's doing here. Ugh. Um, well, this, 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 what is it? This is some sort of assembly yeah. This assembly goes on quite a bit longer. The mousy guidance counselor is back. Yes. Uh, and she's still got this statue. Uh, and she's up there. Not a public speaker, uh, this teacher. You feel no. bad for her a little bit. She's pretty nervous, even though these kids are like 12. Um, ooh, but she is demanding answers. She wants to know where this statue came from. Um, oh. But more importantly, but more importantly, she wants to know... Uh, why people are bringing goats to school and that, and if you did bring a goat, you need to stop that, cut that shit out. Don't bring goats to school. Uh, which upsets, uh, fancy boy Sasahara. <laughs> this guy has a, his own butler, who is, I guess is also 12. Uh, uh no, but, the, but, the butler's normal butler aged. Are you sure it's, this butler seems like a child. I'm pretty sure the butler he, is butler aged. Butler is shorter than than this rich smarmy boy. Um, let me let me see this. I am telling you right now, the butler is shorter. Regardless on whether or not this butler is an adult or a child, uh, he gets shot in the head. Pretty yeah, the quickly. boy gets shot in the head for uh, uh, for being disruptive and uh, saying that uh, you should let me uh, ride goats to school, actually. I checked all the rules. It doesn't say anywhere in the rules that a goat can't play basketball, he <laughs> says. Um, I think that would have been a more fun movie if it wasn't a dog. If you just pick one more fun, an- like a, a more fun animal than a dog, I guarantee you. Air Bud is still a movie that we talk about other than that one line, Lexi. Yeah. Because MVP, Most Valuable Primate, did that, and we all still love that movie and its sequel. <laughs> I didn't even know it had a sequel. I don't think I've seen MVP. MVP, Most Valuable Primate? What the fuck are you talking about, Lexi? That's that's a Disney Channel original movie where the, the chimp learns to skateboard. I think I somehow... I think I somehow... Uh, <laughs> missed that decom you missed uh, what, you ta- what the fuck are you talking about is that's a great one that's one of the classics that's like johnny tsunami where a surfer learns or a, is it a yeah a surfer learns to skateboard in that movie but in this movie is a monkey and in the sequel mvp uh, most valuable primate 2 uh the monkey learns to surf <sighs> which as we learned from johnny tsunami is a transferable skill from skateboarding <laughs> yes these are both Totally transferable skills. These are so. These are one-to-one transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Anyway, I'll, anyway. Uh, moving <laughs> moving on from Air Bud. Uh, this I'm I swear this is like a little boy butler. I what is why why he's he has a wig on sure. He's but anyway, a, he's got a wig on. He does have a wig on, but he he's not even like a rich boy. He's just a farmer. He's a farmer. He's a farmer who dresses nice. He's a farmer who dresses nice and has a goat. And he would and like to do, ride that goat to school. They do make the joke here. I don't know if they make it in the sub, but in the dub, they do make the... Oh, I, th- I thought he was the greatest of all time. Yeah. They make that joke, so good for them. They <laughs> they really put the saw the t-ball set up right there, and then they swung at it, and they did connect, so uh, I'm glad... Um, but you do see you do see shots of him going forward, and I guess earlier in this episode, uh, with with this uh, rich farm boy riding his goat around like a like a scooter. Yeah. Um, but this is not enough to stop Mio from uh, daydreaming about him and his goat. Yeah, uh, Mio is incredibly infatuated with Sasahara, <laughs> and. <laughs> He's not even cute. Anyway, she uh, she daydreams about uh, him coming up and uh, with her and her veil uh, riding off into the sunset together as a happy couple. Yeah, and uh, he says something to her and her response is me too. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> you know you okay so you know when you sit down with somebody you they you're like they're they are insist that you have to watch one of their favorite movies with them and they fucking bust a gut watching this movie and you're with you're with them you don't like the movie but you're just glad that they're having a good time their, their laughter is infectious that is me with the show Lexi. i'm so glad you've it's sat a, me down and we are watching this together it's 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 the classic you know uh the waiter comes up to you uh and says uh well here here's your food and no, you no, respond I, no yeah, no I, you too i i understood the joke lexi <laughs> Uh, my neurons were firing on all cylinders thousands of connections a second i got it uh i I do want to point out that the uh the me too and perhaps this is why the the joke doesn't hit the mark for you is it's it's in english uh in the in the sub as well like okay okay yeah, that that probably didn't get translated. The fact that she she says that in English. No, that uh, that j- I feel as though I understand why people say that sometimes you should watch the sub. Mm-hmm. Um, these jokes are not landing for me in the dub. Um, and I think they were pretty lukewarm jokes to start with. I I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I am poo-pooing this show and its comedy. I think when I say lukewarm, I mean cozy. These yes. are comfortable jokes. These are very comfortable jokes. This is a very 
uh, I would say it's it's a pretty uh, family friendly show. Yes. So, not uh, not trying for the hard edge comedy. We're just we're just having a fun time. There, I, I would maybe disagree. There are several instances in this show where a little girl shoots uh, another person <laughs> in in the head. In that's, the head. Listen, that's just Looney. They're just doing Looney Tunes shit there. Okay, but there's like a spurt of blood that <laughs> it was not present in Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes had the good sense to just blacken their face with a little bit of gunpowder, um, and not show them oozing or gushing blood. But I see your point. <laughs> the teacher is back at the assembly, insisting yes. that whoever, whatever criminal in this crowd placed the statue of Buddha in their locker, they come forward, clear their conscience, and they do the classic teacher thing of saying, we will wait here as long as it takes for someone to confess. Um, which, is a, which is a war crime. Yeah, that's a, that's a war crime to do. It's a, it's a group punishment, uh, and that's uh, banned by the Geneva Convention. Um... Uh, it doesn't take long before the uh, principal uh, uh, is like, oh, um, that's actually, I, I did that. I heard it was your birthday. And I just I thought <laughs> you might like a Buddha statue. Uh, and he makes a rhyme out of it. Um, uh-huh. and it wasn't not, it wasn't good. Nobody, nobody laughs. Nope. Uh, and then he very solemnly gets off of stage after a long period of time Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) ending the assembly we are off of off of uh (laughs) moving on to greener pastures there Um, is go ahead there's a there's a uh the next scene we see is uh Mio is looking at the fire alarm button. And it's a button in Japan, huh? Not a yeah, lever. It's just a button. That seems really easy to hit. The, I thought the idea with the lever is that you have to do it on purpose. You can't accidentally set the alarm off. I don't know. It's just. A I'm button. just. I have. Okay, I just have questions about the design choice. Seems like a, an actual thing in Japan. Yeah. Uh. These little girls have no impulse control. Uh, <laughs> one of them is just like, yeah, I pressed it once and nothing happened. Nothing bad happened at all. <laughs> and so Mio just, just slams her finger down and hits it instantly. Uh, Mio... Causing everyone to panic and run out of the school. Mio's, uh, Mio's just like, oh, word? For real? Oh, she doesn't even question it. She's like, oh, shit, yeah? Slam. Touch the button. <laughs> And then, I, like, see, and then... I'm sorry, but I just love these two dumbasses. I, just, I am glad. This, this was a fine, this was a fine gag. I, I didn't hate the, the slamming of the, the fire alarm. Just like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Pull it. <laughs> um, ah, and then it cast me out. Lexi, it cast me out of the, the firm ground that I was standing on and, there's a bit that's a transition bit yeah. where a, a Grim Reaper is flying around okay. spooking everyone. So I'll, I'll tell you something. This is uh, this is called a Helvetica standard bit. 
Alphabetica um, Standard's the name of my new um, NPC for my <laughs> uh, tabletop game I'm running up. Uh, Helvetica Standard is, uh, it is like a sub, <laughs> it's a sub sketch of Nishijo that is like, that focuses on like the people who do stuff with the afterlife essentially, and it exists in the world of Nishijo. Uh, like, I, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm the- sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Please say that again and be. Go over it very slowly. So this Grim Reaper exists in the in universe no, as as a comic. Like the this first, okay. So the the Grim Reaper comic is a comic in universe. Yes, they, these children are reading this comic. They're reading their their funny papers. Yes. Now, okay. So this is the Garfield of their world. Uh huh. Okay these these horrible Grim Reaper men. They just <laughs> hate Mondays. Yep, basically. Okay, all right. That um, was not well explained to me. Um, I think it, I I think you uh you see at some point I forget if it's this episode or the next one you see someone reading Helvetica Standard. Um, I think that should be more explicit. I was very lost here. Uh, um, like... <laughs> I d- the art style shifts a bit here, and I think that is useful to your mm-hmm. to your point that it's that it's a it's a cartoon in un- an in universe cartoon. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just a <laughs> uh, a Grim Reaper is going around asking people uh, if they know what the word clueless uh, means, and they're running away uh, because he's the Grim Reaper, and he finally asks another Grim Reaper. Uh, what clueless means, and it, and he says it's you. You're clueless. In the dub, they it's insensitive. Oh. He's not being very sensitive. I think clueless is better. Yeah, clueless is probably a better translation mm. of that. They really, I don't know if they, they uh, maybe did not translate the the jokes one hundred percent here for me. I feel like I got a lesser product. Mm, perhaps mm, perhaps um this is i will give the show this this is a pure distillation of a comic that i would see in the newspaper um as a child yep <laughs> it sure is like a a four panel comic yep Did, everything's here they got the setup and the execution uh right next to garfield i can picture it on my <laughs> on the newsprint right now Yep. Right in between that and Foxtrot. And then you got Non Sequitur in the corner. Non Sequitur. Ooh, Non Sequitur was good. Yeah. That was my favorite. I tried to look up Non Sequitur comics recently, and um, they're just difficult to find. Oh, what's the what's the what's the what's the other good one panel one? The cow oh, tools. Oh, um, don't just say cow tools. That was another <laughs> hard reset on my brain. <laughs> Don't, the far uh, side. Thank you. Don't fucking say cow tools and then just <laughs> just my brain went there, but you you did it in a way that I was like, what is happening? No, yeah, that's the far side. Uh, I love far side. Far, far side's great. I can't um, believe Car- far side has such great one panel <laughs> comics, and the only one that people remember is cow tools, <laughs> which 
specifically has been addressed in something that doesn't make any sense and the creator <laughs> regrets writing it. <laughs> I love cow tools, I think. No, I mean, everybody loves cow tools, but it's not... I don't know if it, that should be the the example far side comic that you give people. Um, my ooh, uh, before we move away from far side, did you? I will tell you one one thing that I know is my favorite fact about both dinosaurs and the far side is uh, that you know the end of the Stegosaurus's tail with all the spiky bits on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you, know what that's, <laughs> do, do you know what that's called? <laughs> I'm guessing you know this. <laughs> yes, this fact. I know, but can you tell me? Okay, so it is. It's called a thagomizer, um, which is uh, a fun thing that scientists started calling it because there was a Far Side comic uh, in which uh, a caveman teacher was teaching a, a class of caveman uh, that they end that spiky bit of the Stegosaurus's tail was called a thagomizer after it killed the thag. Um, and then scientists <laughs> saw that and thought, that's as good as name as any. And then they just all agreed to start calling it Thagomizer. So that's just a term that we call that part of the animal now because uh, people saw that Far Side comic and thought, damn, can't believe he beat us to it. Can't believe he named that part of the animal. Such a fun and good name. Uh, that's my favorite dinosaur fact. That's so good. Yep. Um... Uh, so, the next part, the next thing we see, uh, is that Sasahara is called, is called to see a, a teacher in the faculty office, um, and the teacher asks why he has to ride a goat to school, uh, and they, they just, uh, go back and forth a, a little bit, and the the end of this scene is basically Sasahara asking if the goat can be referred to by its full name, and the teacher being like, "No, no, I no. refuse. I will it's not a goat. call. I think I am going to stick with goat." Uh, and then we are we are back, uh, back at the home of, uh, Nano. And her small creator, who is a little girl. Mm-hmm. Seems like she's younger than Mio and, and Mai and the rest yeah, of this them. Yeah, this is an elementary school age kid. Probably, you know, I would say nine or ten. Seems like. She uh, has built a, a companion that is part mom, part butler... Um, I don't understand her role here <laughs> in yeah. this small girl's life. But it doesn't matter as she's bringing uh, her uh, hot, is it hot milk or tea? Uh, she's bringing her some hot milk. Hot milk. Uh, and stubs her toe on her doorframe. Yeah. Her toe uh, pops the fuck off, Lexi. It's off. <laughs> it pops off because pops she's a robot. Off. And uh, she really should have seen that coming. But she gently sets the milk down. I would have dropped the milk too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she does not. It comes off. <laughs> and uh, she's pretty fucking concerned that her toe just comes off. Yeah. She doesn't like uh, 
doesn't like parts of her body just being pulled yeah pulled she off she she's talking to Hakusei and she's like it's it, it's not great that that bits of my body just can come off i'm i'm a robot what if someone saw uh that wouldn't be very good they would know i'm a robot yeah and there's a brief cut where later on in the scene nana mm-hmm. wants to know what her key and her back is for yeah it's pretty uh, distinctive she wants a, it, to know what it does it's got to do something it's huge it's huge it has to do something um so uh hakase uh goes uh, uh tells her i'm not going to remove it i think it's cute <laughs> well first she demonstrate what it does which yeah, is she, she winds it up and uh rockets her toe clean off her big toe this time <laughs> um just powered by compression and shoots around the room and it appears to be a usb port <laughs> yes uh all sorts of special features she has um she's she's like that's the sole reason that i have a key on my back and uh she says yeah absolutely there's no additional features that's the only thing it does <laughs> she leaves it on because it looks cute yep <laughs> It's hard to argue with a 10-year-old when you're a robot who's basically their caretaker. Uh, And this robot sort of nano sits down and sort of grapples with the reality of being a a strangely built robot built by a little girl trying to be and act human in the (laughs) world. Um, Really freaks freaks her out a little (laughs) bit. Just sort of wrestles with that a harsh reality of being artificial light, uh, artificial life created uh, to serve a small girl. <laughs> Says no, um, no, no sorry, uh, ups, upsets her, and is like, "Oh, sorry, nope, just, just kidding, haha, J.K. Just, uh, a, just a robot. Definitely uh, not, definitely not stumbling over my own sentience here." Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's the um, uh tim and eric bit of uh i'm fine now (laughs) (laughs) i'm (laughs) see okay that got (laughs) that's funny to me i don't that i figured out what the show needs to make make me enjoy it more it just needs to be more like tim and eric (laughs) um but uh the last little bit that we get of uh, this episode is uh, the boy that Nano ran into is sitting on top of a smokestack, and he he wonders where he is and how he's gonna get down. And then he starts listening to some music, and the end credits roll. Yeah, it doesn't seem too concerned about it. Uh, he, no, that's not true. He seems pretty upset about it, but at least he brought his iPod, I guess. Yeah. God, that is that dates the episode instantly. He's seeing an iPod. It does date it pretty, pretty well. Doesn't pretty, it? pretty hard. Uh, <laughs> I do like this end credit scene though. The end, the end credits is also cute, well mm-hmm. animated, artistic. Yeah. Um. Well, we are lucky, Lexi. And do you know why? Why? Because our show has more structure than perhaps the average <laughs> episode of this fine program. 
which means that it's break time right now. And you can always count on our break time to come in between episodes. Yep. Please. That's, that's where it will be. Now and forever. forever. But uh, just over this break, dear listener, I hope you enjoy the sound of two eggs, egg-headed men uh, skipping rope as Lexi jumps. <laughs> Dear listener, you're you're on the second half of a study in Sakuga, and Lexi and I have decided to take it real easy. We were pretty pretty upset in the first half. We uh, had a lot of thoughts; they were coming at us rapid fire. And uh, now we're taking the energy back a level. We're gonna sit back in the cut. This is the energy level we're bringing. <laughs> we'll see if if it if it stays that way. She's got a rum drink. I've got no drink, but uh, that's about the energy levels that I'm at. I'm on island time right now, baby. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we enter this uh, next episode of Nishi Joe with uh, a sketch titled Glico. I'll let you know, Glico is a, um, it's like a pastry company. Um, okay. Why not? In Japan? It's just like I guess know. I guess there is sort of a pastry theme at one point in this episode. That makes sense. I'm um, glad that you said that to me because I would have just thought it was another random string of letters um, just sort of thrown together. Um, but uh, Mio, Yuko, and Mai are playing a, uh, a game that is essentially... Uh, you play rock, paper, scissors, and then you, uh, you attempt to climb a set of stairs going one step at a time, uh, using the syllables of a word you say. Okay, and it, it, is it a combination of two words, or uh, just... I, I believe the way the game is played, when it's played proper, properly, is you just pick a word. Well, I think you have struck upon the issue here is that they are all cheating. Yes. Uh, so, Mio wins first and does it, you know, plays the correct way and just goes up a set of stairs. Uh, the next round, Yuko wins and uh, cheats by adding, uh, adding uh, extra words into the phrase saying, Glico's bonus prize which is uh this company this pastry company uh includes like little cracker jack toys in some of their products okay that's nice yeah uh that uh <laughs> uh 
But uh, she has cheated because she can't add stuff onto the end. Yes. Of the full phrase. Um, they go to referee Mai, who says, uh, beats me. Could go either way. Uh, yeah, this, so, this yeah, doesn't Mia, amuse either of them. <laughs> no, Mia lets it slide this time, but she says, well, next time I win, I get to cheat as well, which I think is fair. Yep. So, um, um. <laughs> my get wins the next round of Rock, Paper, Scissors and uh, just starts saying phrases, just starts saying words that she has paired together. Uh, she... What she does is, uh, uh, <laughs> chants the lengthy incantation of resurrection. Which, uh, we learned later this episode is, I think, from a video game. Yes. Um, if the other girls have cheated, then she most certainly has. Because mm-hmm. this is a fake word, um... That she has used to win the stair game, but I guess good for her. Yeah, she saw her chance and took it. Because she she saw the chance to blow these two out of the water and just immediately win the game by uh, by using this uh, spell of resurrection. Well, good for her. I have nothing but respect for my cheating as hard as she possibly could. Um. um the next scene, it's we have the OP. It's very catchy, as always. But I yep. believe that the next scene here is that... The problem with this is that once I watched it on Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, when I watched My Hair Academia on Hulu, the um, ads would just be a single ad and then it would go back to the episode. Funimation does like four ads before I can get back to the... Oof. <laughs> back to scrubbing through the episode. So it's like... I just have to sit here and wait for it to be done. Thanks, Funimation. Yeah. Funimation, your your streaming site, your streaming service isn't good. No, I uh, this is the first time I've used Funimation, and um, it did once give me four pizza, uh, pizza ads in a row. Just the same Domino's commercial, just four times in a row, Lexi. This has also um, been my experience with... Uh, <laughs> with uh that site um they they really are putting the gun to your head and and saying hey maybe you should uh, get a subscription so you don't have to see ads why don't you just get fucking premium already do you want to see four domino's ads in a row we could we could make that happen (laughs) we're gonna just keep doing this we're gonna beat you into the dirt until you submit (laughs) they're not gonna break me lexi uh, but once we're through, once we are through the Domino's ads, uh, we come out the other side stronger, more powerful, and Mio has woken up for school only to discover that her alarm clock has not worked. Stopped working in the middle of the night. Nope. Stopped working. Which is uh, bad news. Yeah. Her, mo- her mom didn't wake her up. Uh, her mom didn't wake her up because she is playing Sapoctacra with her friends. Remember there was a period of time in high school where we played Sapoctacra? I never played Sapoctacra. <laughs> also, we're calling it Sapoctacra, but I'm pretty sure the pronunciation is Sepatakra. I um, do not know. I do not I, know. I believe that's true. Um, but there was a time where I did it. I wasn't very good, but I did I did play. Uh, but 
she gets dressed in a, in a hurry. Mio runs out the front door and is sprinting to class, um, lamenting the irony that in not in not alarming her to wake up, it has alarmed her in a different way. <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a different. She muses to herself about uh, uh, something else. She's like, how how useful is an alarm if it can't warn you when its batteries are about to die? is mm. what she says to herself uh, as she is running to school in the sub. That is not... They make a joke in the dub that is actually pretty good. Uh, that is a uh, pretty good joke. Yeah, is that I I hate the... She says, I hate the irony that in not alarming me, the alarm clock alarmed me one final time. <laughs> um, which I think is a better joke. Um, but she gets all the way to the the uh, crosswalk before she sort of rewinds events in her head and, and remembers uh, that she saw a strange character in a bearhead mascot standing outside of her door. Yeah, just just standing outside of her house. We we the audience saw this uh, bearheaded mascot and was totally aware of it uh, as as we watched her run. But now she is just remembering. Uh, she's pretty freaked out by this, understandably, in my opinion. So she sort of looks up behind her to make sure that the bear didn't follow her. Um, and it is. And the, it is followed her and is in a dead sprint chasing her. Menacingly. <gasps> mm-hmm. Uh, they run for it. They make a break for it. This yep. bear is much faster than Mio. It uh, gets out ahead of her, does like a cool spin, mm-hmm. and uh, blocks her way. Uh, there's a brief transition over some nice scenery of the of the town, and then we cut back, and uh, Mio is being confronted by this uh, bareheaded figure, showing um, her one of one of two fish. A golden fish and a wooden fish. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, the the bareheaded figure asks, "Did you drop this wooden fish? No, perhaps you dropped this golden fish." What does this mean? Why does this cause Mio to give her her money? Um, from the best that I can tell. This is, she is just afraid of this figure who is, um, <laughs> offering her these strange fish figures. That's not good enough, Flexi. <laughs> I demand more context. I don't have more context. I'm sorry. Well, Mio and I share a rage as... Uh, the bear pulls her head off to reveal that she has a secondary mask on underneath. Uh, I, I, I should note that uh, Mio uh, gives gives the bareheaded figure uh, 2,000 yen, which is like... Like $2, isn't it? It's, a, it's like 20 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. 2,000 yen is $20? I think that's right. Let me just double check. It's either no, there's a, twenty or two hundred. There's a there is a second part of this episode where she offers uh, 
the other girl like ten thousand yen, which I thought was like ten dollars. But I, if you're right, then that's a hundred dollars to get her journal back later this episode. Yep, that's uh, that's twenty bucks. Damn! Wow. Okay, that's a lot of money for a twelve-year-old to have, I guess. Anyway, she removes her secondary mask after laughing at uh, Mio. Yes. Uh, she, she, uh, the, the bareheaded figure takes, uh, Mio's $20, uh, and makes a fun, uh, a pun about, uh, about being a bear. Sometimes she's a bear, and sometimes she's a bear, but in the way that you say bear in Japanese, that's like saying devil. Um. This was, this was not translated. They didn't yeah. even make an attempt. Uh, this is actually a triple pun because uh, in Malay, in uh, Malay, uh, the pun about being a devil can also be uh, read as being someone who has money. So, okay, well, that is a triple pun that they just didn't triple pun they score. Did, they yeah, they really hit the multiplier there, but uh, was not translated. They Mm-mm. did not make an attempt. Um. Uh, but she pulls her secondary mask off to reveal that it's her older sister who has frightened her younger sister out of 20 bucks. Yep. Uh, she she did this, uh, it is revealed, on purpose by sneaking into her room and removing her uh, alarm's batteries. And uh, she gets hit with a pretty impressive uh, series of, of... What do you call this? Like a corkscrew, corkscrew punch? punch. A corkscrew punch. Um... <laughs> Pretty impressive looking. I think uh, this animation is... Uh, I, I know why they did it this way. Um, they are saving on frames here so hard, and I respect them for it. Um, uh, I do like that uh, there is a, a pair of men who are walking by, and they observe this situation, and one of them says, Wow, that is an impressive uh, corkscrew punch we are seeing today. Uh, well... She keeps get her older sister keeps getting punched into the dirt because she keeps coming up and said, "Hey, you know what? I had to wake up pretty early to disable your alarm clock." Punch. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I know how to make it up for you. I'll buy you ramen. Punch. Punch. <laughs> uh, very silly, but we get a cut. There are some ghosts in the cut, and then we cut to 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 Mai. Yeah, Mai. Is uh, reciting the spell of instru- uh, restru- <laughs> restoration as uh, she presses buttons on a video game controller um, and gets it wrong. And she gets it wrong. <laughs> she gets the spell wrong. I don't know what this means. Does it? Did she cheat in the earlier game because the spell was wrong? <laughs> I think it's unclear. It's either this game, uh, this game sucks and it's busted, or she didn't know how bad she was cheating before. <laughs> I see. Well, we cut again, and we are back at the home of of Nano and Hakase. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hakase is drawing a shark because she yes. saw a cloud that looked like a shark. How fitting! This episode is being recorded during Shark Week, Lexi, and I think that's important for the listener to know. It's Shark Week. It is Shark Week. Welcome to Shark Week. I think I stopped uh, uh, keeping track of when Shark Week was when I was 
when I went to college. I think that's a damn shame, Lexi. <laughs> I think that everybody should know when it's Shark Week just a little bit. <laughs> just look up a shark fact. Hey, if you're listening to this episode, it's probably not Shark Week anymore, but you should just, just Google a fact about a shark. It could be any fact. Learn something. Um, all sharks aside. Yes, oh. sharks aside, uh, more importantly, uh, Nana has come back from shopping. She's yes. gotten the milk that Hakase has requested specifically. She has a certain percentage that she likes, and don't we all, Lexi? Yes. I prefer whole milk. You prefer whole milk? It's like drinking cream. I just it's good. <laughs> your bones are going to be like granite, Lexi. <laughs> you're going to be hit by a truck, and you're just going to sort of bounce. Good. Unac- unacceptable. <laughs> anyway, two and a half percent. All my two and a half percenters rise up. It's a good. It's not skim. It's thicker than one percent. You get a good bowl of cereal with two and a half percent. Um. You know, I, two and a half percent. Your cereal actually gets below. It won't just float. Just sit on top like you've poured a whole bowl of whole milk. It's like eating a cream. Ugh. 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 I'm thinking about it right now. Um, I feel my... <laughs> it's like a milkshake. You've just, you're have just you just drinking a milkshake every time you have a, a glass of milk. I can't believe you. <laughs> uh, we learned that uh, uh, Hakase is, uh, that is similar to my taste in milk. She likes her milk real, real thick. Because uh, she got 4.5%. Um, that is, I've never seen a four point five percent milk out in the wild. Is that, this has, a, that has Japan to be a thing? Japanese thing. Okay, that seems like such a weird, a weird number to pull it at. You feel like it would go up to five percent. Mm. Does it go to as high as five percent? What 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 percentage does it become whole milk? Um, I don't know. Surely it can't be one hundred percent. There's no. too much. There's too much there. There's too much there. 100% milk surely is just literally cream, right? Yeah, that's that's just cream. Okay. Gosh, okay. Well, I don't care enough to look this up, but... <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> this, uh... this is just a question for you, the viewer. If you want to look it up, I commend you. Uh, moving on. Uh, Nano asks why Hakuse wanted such rich milk. And then Hakase presses a, a button on a little remote she has, and a, a big old cake pops out of uh, out of Nano's arm. Yeah, Swiss roll. She had just a Swiss roll <laughs> hiding up in there. Yep. Um, Nano is pretty upset by this, I think understandably, uh, because she is shocked and hurt that Hakase keeps adding features to her body that she doesn't know about that just seem to house snacks for Hakase. Yeah. The, these these uh, these alterations seem to mostly be snack related. Um uh as evidenced because she has a a hatch in her forehead that has a sticky bun in it. Yes. Uh <laughs> Nano convinces uh uh, Hakase to share of her milk and 
uh, when she asks for to share some of the cake as well, uh, Hakusei pushes another button and a sticky button pops out of the out of the forehead. Horrible, really. Um, milk mustaches sort of seem to be Hakusei's thing. Is this mm. this is like a little kid thing? I assume. Yeah. She's a little kid. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure, but I meant this is. I don't know how this has happened like twice this episode. I can only imagine that it's going to be a theme. Are Swiss rolls the equivalent to cookies in Japan? Like a chocolate chip cookie? No. What an odd snack choice then. She just wanted she just wanted a real a real big roll cake and some milk. What snacks would you store in Nano? What snacks would I store in Nano? Yeah. Ha. Huh. We'll, we'll keep it, we'll simplify it. Uh, it. Pastries, keep it pastries. Okay. Um, I would probably put like a, like a roll of donuts. Ooh. In Nano. I think that's good. Mine would be zebra cakes. <laughs> if zebra I'm cakes living this, pretty good. Yeah, if I'm living this life as my truest inner child, zebra cakes. Yeah, for me, it's... I, uh, I almost said zebra cakes up the wazoo, but that might be <laughs> literally true in Nano's case, and I wouldn't do that to her. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I would I would definitely go with, like, some nice cake donuts. That would cake be my donut. Ooh, that's the correct choice in donut, by the way. Yeah. Yeast donuts can get the fuck out of here. Cake donuts. I don't mind yeast donuts. I like yeast donuts, but... Well, you know. that's wrong, but we all can think the things that we want. We all can have opinions. Uh, she, the little girl, seems to have uh, misunderstood Nano's protestations. She mm. is like, well, well, if you're upset about it, then I'll just, if you're upset about maybe this happening in public, I'll just add a feature that plays music. And that'll be good. And everybody will like that. Because uh, Nano, she... She explains that what if what if she's like in a music store and she's like listening to some music and she pre- and like she is surprised by someone and accidentally bumped in bumps into the CD player and her little pastry tray pops out just like a CD tray pops out. People would be pretty <laughs> upset by that. Um but uh yeah, she misses the point pretty hard. Yeah. There is an excellent poster in the background of this scene, and then we can move on. There's another transition coming up, but it is a picture of a fish, a dead fish, and on the top of the poster it says same, and on the bottom of the poster it says same. I'm glad that this... you pointed out this poster. I also okay. really like it. It's a good poster. Um, I don't know what it means, but I am profoundly affected by it. I think it's a good poster. You know what? Same same (laughs) uh finishing her milk uh the young genius the the toddler professor uh he immediately falls asleep doesn't even scoot back from the table just passes out just passes out um uh she wakes up and notices that uh nano has begun eating her own the the sweet bun that was in her forehead uh and asks if 
asks if she can have some of Nano's, and Nano says, you've already had some cake. Uh, and Hakase says, fine, I'll go get more. And Nano looks around worriedly, thinking that more cake was going to pop out of her. No, there's just some cake in the fridge. It's just in the fridge. Uh, Nano is upset uh, because she says, if you could do that the whole time, then why did you not just keep the Swiss roll and sticky bun in the fridge where you could eat it? Uh... She says it's because she didn't want to. She doesn't want to. She wants to keep it in in Nano. I guess if you are a small child and you have mm. built a robot, and I've if I was a small child and I had built a robot, I would keep snacks in that robot. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense to me. Um, another small note. We hit a transition here, but uh, the sun in this episode. I know it's just a stylized sun, but boy, does it sure look like a uh, coronavirus. Yee. That, I, I also noticed that, and I was like, hmm, that's uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't know this in 2011 when the show was made, but here, sitting a comfortable decade in the future, boy, that <laughs> that shape has uh, aged poorly. Yeah, that, that shape means something else now. Um... We hit another transition. It's a rock, paper, scissor transition. Uh, very cutely animated. Uh, this time, I don't think Nano's ever going to win these. I can sort of predict I, a, a I theme I feel like here. Nano isn't going to win these. Because this time, like... uh, a roll cake pops out of her arm when she goes to yeah, throw something. The Swiss roll pops the fuck out. She did lose again. Um, sensing a pattern. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting way to conserve, conserve on uh, animation frames here because it is the same animation uh, of them doing the rock, paper, scissors dance. And then mm-hmm. at the last second when they throw their arms, it cuts. And then they just have to animate the new thing that comes out of her arm every single time. Yep. That uh, is... Here's the thing. We could say this sort of animation is lazy. I think that's a... I don't think that's a good representation. I think it's a smart way to conserve on your frames. Yeah, especially that's... if you're, especially if you're doing this kind of skit comedy where it breaks down into chunks like this, and you need breaks. I think that's just smart. This is this is just like good use of labor. Like, yeah, just reuse it. You you have them do a fun dance, and like people like to see that dance. You know, you don't need to redo it every time. Yeah, and then you already have the gift set up. It's only like five seconds. Yeah. Uh, all you need to do is just reanimate the last bit, and you get a new gift every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's another transition here. It's another egg thing. Uh, there is absolutely no way that she does well on any of these egg jump rope sections. <laughs> uh, yeah, this time, this time it's uh, Yuko, and she tries to jump, and she just falls flat on her face and the the uh, jump rope hits her on the way down yes um and she in this next scene has forgotten to do her homework so she comes to mio and begs at the altar of mio who has done her homework pretty effectively her math homework mm-hmm. uh mio doesn't really want to give it to her, but, you know, it's your friend. She didn't do her homework. 
whatever. You can copy it. Yeah. Uh, she gives hands her notebook over. Uh, before she realizes something horrible. Yeah. As, uh, after she realizes, after she hands the notebook to Yuko, uh, and Yuko has walked away. Mio has the sudden realization that uh, she she uh, she drew some uh, porn. Some, <laughs> she drew some porn. She did draw some porn in that math notebook um, of her crush. Uh, I think getting his dick sucked. <laughs> yep. Who can say by who? I guess. Um, um, it it seems to be. It seems to be a masculine person. Yeah, it. it's not her. It's not her. Uh, it's not her. Um, but yes, she has She has drawn her porn pretty skillfully, yeah. actually, um, in, in the notebook. Uh, One might think really she's sure practiced you're... at it. Yeah, uh, good for her. That's a pretty marketable skill. If you're going to be an artist in the commission world, this is what you're going to be doing. Um, she realizes this much too late. She's yeah. already handed the notebook over, uh, and realizes that she needs to get it back right away. This yeah. is a huge problem. This is a very large problem. <laughs> um, so Mio just goes to Yuko and says, hey, uh, actually, I need that notebook back. <laughs> and Yuko absolutely refuses and just like, oh, no, it's okay. Uh, I, I get your... I get why you you want me to try better and do my homework next time, but I'll I swear I'll do it next time. I'm just going to copy it this time. And <laughs> Mio's like, "No, you don't understand. I need the notebook back, please." She's having a small crisis. Um, is really worried that her friend can't uh, keep her mouth shut. Yuko is not um, maybe not the friend you want to trust with this bit of art yeah that you've you've burst into the world but uh she comes up with a second plan uh which is she grabs a second notebook out of her bag slams it down on the table and says whoops my bad this is the notebook that you want this green one instead of the pink one and uh the major flaw here is that she has labeled her notebooks one says math the other says personal diary yeah <laughs> She's floundering. This is no good for Mio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she she then resorts to trying to bribe Yuko into uh, giving the uh, giving over the notebook. One hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, to get to get this back, which seems like a lot of money for a small girl to have, but what if you need to bribe your friend to give your porn back? I oh guess. wait. Uh, for me here, it says 1,000 yen, so that's 10 bucks. Oh, well, it doesn't matter anyway. Yuko runs, just sprints out of the classroom. Uh, Mio gives chase. This is a, some Roadrunner-ass <laughs> shit. It's a real, a real, a real intense chase through the school by these two. Yes. Uh, Mio is about to give up, but she... Gives herself a second win by imagining all of the events that have happened into her life. It's been a little weird, but uh, if she can if she can do that, then she could do this now. Mm-hmm. Her life can't be over. She's too young. 
boy, they're really proud of this fucking porn that she drew. They are <laughs> flashing it all over these scenes. Um, but she does catch up. The power of, I guess, cringe fills her <laughs> the body. The power of cringe fills her body, and she yeah. is able to uh, catch up to Yuko enough that she, at blistering speed, trips. Yes, which causes Yuko, because she is a good friend, to pause and check up and say, uh, Hey, are you okay? Which Mio uses as her opportunity to grab the notebook and run and flee. Yep. Uh, when we get back, we see Yuko standing outside of the classroom because she does not have her homework. Um, and the uh, teacher essentially says, All right, if anyone else... Doesn't have their homework. Tell me now. Everyone else just pass your notebooks up. Uh, Mio does so, only to realize that she forgot to erase the picture again. And is like, I, too, did not do my homework, even though she did. This is why you have your separate notebook for the porn that you draw. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Mio, but we all have to learn that lesson sometime. This is Especially if you're practicing, just get a sketchbook. You gotta this get a good. sketchbook, get Mio. Get a sketchbook. This is no place for it. I'm just saying, you. Get, I know that you're practicing. Let's just keep it all in one place. Let's not spread it out. On lined paper, too, you know? Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are back. We are back with Nano at their residence. I guess <laughs> this is just what they do all day. I guess if you built your own robot, you don't have to go to school. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> like, dang, you already built a robot, a little kid? You know more than me, I guess. So, uh, here's a house. <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna do with a kid, I, with a child? That small genius. I don't know. That's why she built herself a mom, I guess. I, yeah. Um. Like, what are you gonna teach her? Her shapes. She she built a robot. She owns a home. Uh, Nano asks Hakase to help her clean up. Uh, she refuses <laughs> and leaves. Nano, she very says, <laughs> very polite. Nano doesn't know what to do with this and just sits there. <laughs> she says, the way... I, she says, no, I don't feel like I'm ready to do that. Thank you, though. <laughs> and she leaves. She's very polite about it, is the thing. She just stands up and says, no, thank you. I think I will go outside and play. <laughs> Which, I mean, hard to argue with, uh... Your daughter who has nice manners. <laughs> Your daughter who built you. Your daughter who built you. Who <laughs> knows what else she could have up your, literally up your sleeves. Um, does she power down each night? How does she keep slipping food in her? I don't know. I don't like it. I'm sure she, they, she must sleep at some point. Um... But there is a uh, there's another scene after this with Hakase and Nano on a park bench, and Mai passes by, which does, uh, which does confirm that these take place in the same sort of shared universe. Mm -hmm. uh, 
This inspires Mai to go buy her own sticky buns. Yes. She goes to the convenience store and sees they are sold out. Uh, when she looks a little further, she sees that there is a ba- a huge bag full of uh, individually wrapped cakes that are basically, it's basically a bulk size, but they are priced to be exactly same as the, you would basically just be buying the amounts of, of sticky buns that are in the bag, like, if you were to buy them individually. Um, this hardly matters, Lexi, because the next shot is, uh, a little girl with a gun. Just a, like a revolver. Beautifully animated. Uh, but she is standing on a table pointing it at, um, the rich farm boy who is wearing the bear head. Yes. This, okay, here's, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, uh, Sasahara has been paired with Yuko. M- Misato. For... This is Misato. This is Misato. I'm sorry. They both have brown hair. Uh, they is paired with Misato. Uh, on some sort of fair project, they're coming up with events okay. to do at the fair. So uh, each year, uh, high schools do a thing called a school festival, which uh, has all of the uh, the clubs do like little events and things. All the clubs and classes have to organize a uh, a an event to present, and like some do like little food stalls, some turn a classroom into like uh, a small haunted house. There's there's a variety of things going on. At the school festival. Okay. Well, they are paired together and they have to come up with an event. Um, she is threatening Sasahara with her gun. And I thought this was for a bit. Like, this is a fun, ooh, you got in trouble. She's going to shoot you with her her gun that she sort of pulls from the aether to do a, an exaggerated joke. No, Lexi, that is incorrect. This gun is diegetic. It's in the scene. Yes, this gun exists. This gun exists in the scene. It's on the table. They take care and time to animate that it's on the table. They show it. <laughs> they show it. It's there. It's on the table. It's between them. It's between them. It's sitting right next to his cup of tea. Uh, she is not a fan of... Misato is not a fan of Sazahara's suggestions. He is. He has suggested a wine-tasting competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She's not very happy with that. That is not something they can reasonably pull off. Yes. Um, uh, she shoots him. She shoots point him. Blank. <laughs> yeah, point blank in the head. Long story short, she takes up the gun that's still on the table that is in universe. It is diegetic. It is not a bit. Shoots him in the head. Uh, he politely stands up and excuses himself uh, to go to the bathroom to freshen up. Uh, um, there, I, I'll note that, uh, he, uh, actually, for a little, <laughs> in an escalating manner, he, uh, dodges the question of what event to, we, uh, he should do, and, uh, she finds that he is doing 
various things in like procrastination. He is he is he is doing literally anything else. He, he is, is reading <laughs> reading a manga. He is He's reading Helvetica Standard. He yep. is um, playing on a Game Boy. He is yep. playing on a. He is using what appears to be some kind of like RC helicopter, and he is playing on a Virtual Boy. And as as he is procrastinating, um, his partner is getting progressively bigger and more dangerous guns. <laughs> just Masato seems to have a whole arsenal just, just ready to go. Shooting him with any number of implementation uh, all the way up to and including a missile launchers and uh, rocket-propelled rocket grenades. Which, you know, causes... Uh, his suit to start smoking, so he has to excuse himself to the restroom, where his butler is standing ready with a replacement. Uh, he washes his face uh, and makes sure that he's tidy before he mm -hmm. goes back. The, he's sort of having an inner monologue here. Yeah, he's talking to himself about how, uh, even though uh, Masato is angry at him for not having any good ideas for the school festival... She also has not come up with any ideas for this is a good things point. to do. This is a good point brought up by Sasahara. I don't think anybody likes him at this point, at least uh, as a viewer. But he is correct in that she's sort of just mad that he hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. She is, she is also being a bad partner. And not just because she's shot him several times. Um... Uh, it should be noted that as he walks back, the butler is able to... Pull up his pants around him as he walks, which yes. is... And buckles them, which <laughs> is impressive. Very impressive. Um, Sasahara returns to the classroom, and Misato is uh, standing there wearing the bear head. Uh, I don't know what Could... she says in the dub, but... Uh, in the sub, she says, uh, listen, you don't mean anything to me, okay? <laughs> that is essentially what she says in in the dub. She says, it's not like you're special to me or anything. Um, and God, what a, what a deeply confusing end to that sketch. Um, <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That's the end of episode two, Lexi. We all just have to live with that. That's the end of episode two. Oh boy, Lexi. What do, what do you think? What are your thoughts? You as someone who can swim uh, in the pool of anime. As someone who can swim uh, in the pool of anime, but also notably this show, uh, because uh, even my girlfriend is a bit perplexed by its appeal. Um, thank, thank God, is what I will say. <laughs> Because if it was just me, then I would I would feel awfully dumb. Um, but I also really like this show because a it's cute and I I really like its flavor of weird absurd humor. Um, I also think it's just very well animated and fun to look at. I guess like. All, all, you you see a clip of this show and you're like, yeah, that was I had a good time looking at that. That's that's how I feel about this show. Okay, 
Well, I am so glad that you feel that way, Lexi. Um, this, this might have been too niche for my <laughs> limited palette. All right. I'm going to, uh, th- this is good to know. I'm going to have to, uh, when I come to you with other things for the, uh, for later tournament arcs, I know to reel it back a bit. I'm not saying it's always got to be like this. I think you should put these in every now and then. I think Mm -hmm. if, depending on what, you know, the subject matter is, they don't all have to be um, action shows. I'm up for this sort of thing. But this one didn't do it for me, Lexi. Um, I (laughs) I think it's well animated. I think that the character design is cute. I, uh, the surrealist humor is sure is surrealist uh and i think it's it's hitting all of the jokes it wants to i think one something is lost in translation here for me and literally lost in translation i listened to the dub you know i watched the dub so Mm -hmm. i I didn't get a lot of the jokes and i don't have a lot of the background knowledge here to uh to get them even if i even if i did understand them or hit like was read them the way that they meant to make the joke um and also there's there is i will go back to what i said before i i think they're well animated i think the character design is sound uh there is something slightly too cute about this for me all right it is it is they are extremely cute i i will grant you i can understand why i've seen them before they, the whoever animated the show did an incredible job. They really had all their marks with characters. All right, um, Holden, can you do me a favor? Yes. Pick a number, one through three. One through three. Okay. Well, three burned me real bad last time. Um, I'm gonna pick one this time. I'm, I'm feeling good. All right. All right. You should like this one. Okay. Uh, next week, we will be watching Keep Your Hands Off Isoken. Okay. Okay. You told me what this one was. Can you give me a reminder? Yeah. Me and the audience? Uh, this is an anime about three girls who are starting an animation club in their high school. Ooh, okay, this is meta. This is this is a good conversational jumping off point. I might have something to add to this conversation. Yeah, this uh, this one should uh, should be less of a bracing experience for you. Okay, I d- listen. Every now and then, listen. I I know I whined a little bit this episode, <laughs> but I I think you have brought me out into the cleansing rain and shown me one just how good I had it, and two, uh, you shown me what I don't know. I didn't know what I didn't know, you know, and uh, and now I I am ever vigilant. I am aware in a way that I wasn't before. You're aware. You're awake. You're ready for the next challenger. Yeah, I am. Bring it on. Um, in the meantime, until we uh we see our friends of Isaacen, um, what uh where can people find you holden on the internet they can find me on twitter.com at not underscore daredevil and you can find me on twitter at hex of lexi you can also find the 
uh, Twitter of this podcast, where you can send questions, comments, or kind words, uh, at or explanations. Or explanations. At this point, if you just know something... Listen, if if you want to just uh, leave a comment under this episode that explains some bit of Nishijo to Holden, I'll be sure to forward that to him. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Uh, I will appreciate it, certainly. Lexi does keep a a running running commentary going uh, of my education, even when we're not on pod, so... (laughs) If you, uh, if you, uh, want to more discreetly, uh, clue Holden in, in, as to what's going on with this show, uh, you can send your email to, uh, studyinsakuga at gmail.com. Um, we would also like to thank Rainbow Lithium for, uh, making the, uh, wonderful, uh, portraits that we use in our... Uh, podcast art yes and if you have time if you're in the their your podcast app of choice which i believe is actually right now only spotify or apple uh go in there and if you feel like you enjoyed the episode or even if you didn't give us a five-star review um leave a comment uh we would really appreciate it uh it's the only way that we can get our our trick the algorithm into bumping us up higher and higher on the on the scale every single time and of course i will remind you at the end of every episode until it happens lexi has a surprise waiting when we hit a certain threshold mm-hmm. we get to a certain amount of reviews five star reviews we will oh, we'll be launched um, into i want a new to clarify era. something uh oh i'm i'm keeping an eye on the view on the download count i'm oh. keeping an eye on how many listeners we have okay well what here's what i'll posit to you then lexi mm-hmm. if if we hit a certain amount of ratings and reviews then i get to i get to make you watch a movie that's yes easy it will still be anime but it will be one that i choose and since i have a very limited scope of what anime movies i've seen you're <laughs> going to be watching some classic pokemon <laughs> Or you could you you could also just pick a, an anime movie you think sounds interesting. Yeah, I could do that, Lexi. Or I could make you watch something you think is dumb. <laughs> I don't think Pokemon is dumb. Don't put words in my mouth. I know you don't think Pokemon is dumb, but you might think differently if I make you watch Pokemon the the one where Entei is that little girl's dad. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe that one. Yeah. So you know what. You're gonna, you're gonna put, you're gonna. That's uh, Chekhov's Pokemon movie. We'll just keep that on the mantle right there uh, <laughs> until until the third act. All right. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, today I've had a good time uh, talking with Holden about this show. Uh, I think at this point we have studied the Sakuga. We haven't played jump rope very well. <laughs> But, uh, we can consider this case closed. Is there some sort of joke that I'm just not getting with the eggs? Be straight with me. Is it <laughs> is it different in the translation? It, it can't... Surely there's some sort of, tra- like, joke that's lost here, right? From what I can tell, no. Like, what's... Okay, but is there, like, a word for shell or crack 
or I don't know, even <laughs> even chicken or hen that is similar to like a jump rope? I don't think so. I don't think so. I just don't believe you, Lexi. I just don't believe you. It's gonna keep me up. And I'll never know. I'll never know the answer.